0: Are you looking for a car? Would you like to save $500 on a car? Well, check out Southfield Quality Cars. Southfield Quality Cars has been around for over 20 years and have sold thousands of cars to many, many satisfied customers. And they will find financing for anyone. Whether you have good credit, bad credit, no credit, they can get you in a car that day. I know this because I just recently purchased my second vehicle from Southfield Quality Cars. So if I've gone there twice, That lets you know that I was more than satisfied with my experience with Southfield Quality Cars, and you will too. Go to SouthfieldQualityCars.com to check out their inventory to get an idea of what you're looking for, and then give them a call. You can call them at 313-769-0988. And if you just want to go in and check out their inventory live and in person, they are located at 16941 West Eight Mile Road in Detroit, in between the Southfield and Lodge Freeway. Look, the holiday season is here and tax season is coming up really, really soon. So, if you're looking for a car, check out Southfield Quality Cars. And if you let them know that Devin McKenzie sent you and give them the promo code 19309, that's 19309, you can save $500 off of your car. So, you're getting a good quality car, $500 off. Great customer service. Speaking of customer service, make sure you highlight at my man, Ray. Ray will get you right and do it with a smile. Southfield Quality Cards is open Monday through Saturday. Monday through Friday, they're open from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. And for those of you busybodies during the week, they're open Saturday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. So whenever you get a chance, check them out. And make sure you let them know that Devin McKenzie sent you and give them the promo code. 19309 that's 19309 to get your $500 off your new vehicle Been a while. Wait,
1: listen, <laughs> what has happened since we've been going? Trump is president. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still black, at least.
0: Um, that's questionable. Detroit Lions still sucks. That's you know.
1: Um, what else? Um, Obama's out here flourishing.
0: I started another podcast.
1: That happened. I started a YouTube channel.
0: What's your YouTube channel again?
1: Um, because I haven't hit a certain amount of subscribers. And YouTube um, endorses hierarchy, you can just look up at my name <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> just look up Takenyah, T-A-K-E-N-Y-A-H, and you will find myself. It's a little chubby girl on top of the world. I don't know what it meant. I thought it was cute. What about you, Devin? This new podcast that you're on?
0: Um, yeah, it's called Knockouts and Three Counts. Um, hosted with uh, my friend, the two Kyles, um, Kyle Campbell and Kyle Collison, and then my boy, Kev. It's uh, MMA... Combat sports, uh, pro wrestling podcast we do out of the illustrious podcast Detroit studio here in Detroit. (coughs) But uh, (laughs) yeah, you know, some, you know, the four of us got together. It was like, hey, man, we should do a podcast. We started it off on uh, my channel. Then we decided to go ahead and break it off into its own thing. So. Have oh, fun you with know,
1: All steak No Sizzle has been neglected. Is that where this podcast
0: is going? Um, yes. This is going to be the first episode on the All steak No Sizzle page since August.
1: Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back.
0: What do you know about Welcome Back, Cotter?
1: That's
0: not what I'm singing. I'm singing Mace's song. You know, they're like, that. Eh. You do know that Mace Sample, welcome back. Never mind. We don't have to go <laughs> there. We don't have to do this. We're you know, not
1: doing the millennial thing.
0: Wait, you know what? No, we are doing the millennial thing because this is Generation Exchange. This oh, This is the yeah. perfect example of the, the disconnect between our generations. See? Agreed. See? There we go. Perfect transition. That's what I'm talking about. So, I don't know about you. I'm all about full transparency. Uh... <laughs> so, <laughs> we recorded the first half of this podcast back in like, shit, had to been like February, March. Oh, no, it because it was the... like right up. He was pissed off about the Grammys or something like that.
1: What, what happened? Did Beyonce, was that the Beck? That was Beyonce lost to fucking Adele's white ass.
0: That's what it was. That's what happened. Yeah, and we recorded it Beyonce pretty...
1: lost to white supremacy.
0: <laughs> we recorded a whole show. And never put that shit out. So, <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know, now we're back months later.
0: And the, the funny thing is, um, the nominations for the 2018 Grammys came out. So I was like, man, we need to just go ahead and Let's talk about ahead. that. Actually, put the shit out. That's got- how life
1: comes around.
0: I've got nothing but free time right now, so I can actually put it out.
1: <laughs> Same, this semester almost over, y'all. I'm graduating. Oh, let me say before we get started, <clears throat> your girl has thoroughly almost completed college. I will be officially can I ask you a finished. Cast
0: your question. your question. What? How can you thoroughly almost do something? First of all,
1: <laughs> the both of you, we have audience members. Can keep it to yourselves. This is how. I will be done in the summertime, but since I'll be done in the summer, I have to wait till the winter to graduate as far as the ceremony. But I am not almost done
0: thoroughly with college. Thoroughly almost. It's like it's like a sex panther. It works 60% of the time, all the time.
1: That's because I I put most of my effort into school. And sometimes I didn't, so thoroughly almost. It wasn't thoroughly as thorough almost. as it could have been, but, you know, we're here. So All
0: right, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead, finish what you were saying questioning
1: about- how I got. It's not about how you got there. It just means that you're done when you get that paper. But back to the Grammys.
0: Uh, I thought you was saying something about school. You,
1: you, um, you, I'm graduating. Yeah, there you go. I'm done in, in the summer. I'll be walking in the winter. So Kiva needs to come up here.
0: You're walking in the winter. <laughs> this winter or next winter?
1: Next winter, so okay. same time
0: this, same time next year. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But um, yeah, we're we're gonna do the generation exchange that we started. <laughs> it's
1: so hot in here. It reminds me of when Whitney smoked her kneecaps off.
0: Which time? <laughs> <laughs> rest in peace for Whitney Houston. Yes, yes. And Bobby Brown. God bless you. Even air. though he's not dead, just rest in peace. No, Bobby
1: Christina breath.
0: is actually. Oh, dead. I forgot about her. Yeah. Wait, oh, oh, well. Ooh, I was about to say something real.
1: Let's not, let's go to the Grammys. Let's not disrespect the dead. You know, I'm real sensitive about the dead people.
0: Wait, you the one that brought up, uh, uh, what's her name? I was Smoking talking about her, her
1: addiction. I was not talking about her death.
0: But, but no, like seriously, like I didn't know Bobby Christina was dead. All right. I just remember her being in like a coma and I just thought they like, but that was like, you're... Let's just move on. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. So, once again, full transparency. We started recording this back in February of last year. So, when I edit this together, um, we, well, we're well, we going to do two albums that we usually do. No, we usually do two albums. You give an album. I give an album. Um, <laughs> we, we review them.
1: <laughs> we already reviewed one in February. Yeah. We
0: reviewed uh, Foreign Exchange. What album was that? Authenticity.
1: My favorite album of all time.
0: Uh, Back in... February.
1: Maybe she'll dream of me.
0: And this time we're gonna do uh, Solange.
1: When she lays down at night, <laughs> I wonder what she sees. But when she thinks of paradise, maybe she'll dream of me. That's the uh, whisper version. <clears throat> And every night I pray that when she goes to sleep, when she dreams of love, <clears throat> maybe she'll dream of me. Okay, I'm done. Are you sure? Just imagine. <laughs> 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 okay, okay, okay. I'm done, I'm done, I'm done.
0: Yeah, so we did. Uh, Ford exchange Shades authenticity first, and that's on a dope this part. Album. It is, even though uh, you kind of shat on it a little bit. Well, you know. Just a little bit. Teach. You did, uh...
1: with someone hold your Yeah, you eight
0: thumbs up and three thumbs down. Kind of That's
1: really thinking. good.
0: I know, but, you know, I had a 10 to 1 ratio, so, you know. Let's
1: okay. see how you feel about this album. But we gotta do the Grammys first.
0: Yeah, we're gonna talk about the Grammys, but we are gonna do uh, salon A Seat at the Table.
1: Yes, I gave him that album to listen to.
0: So, and <laughs> so like, the funny thing about that is... is, is if anybody heard uh, my year wrap-up shows last year, you already know how I feel about this album. Yeah, you did. You but, surprised uh, me. But, you know, well, if you want to listen to that one, make sure you go back in the archives and listen to that. I was on that show. You were? Yeah, I was on the year album.
1: We no, had to talk about no
0: it. you weren't on that show. I had my man Kel Dansby from The Corner Podcast come in on that episode. Oh. Yeah. Shout hey, out. Shout
1: out to loudspeakers. speakers. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to get that in <laughs> first. <laughs> not that not that I'm, you know, minimizing your existence to loudspeakers. However, I am a fan of the re podcast. That's neither here nor there. Go ahead.
0: Shout out to the corner podcast, Kale Dansby and Andreas Hell. And um well before we jump into our topics, anything else you want to plug? Any
1: Nothing other than my YouTube channel. I am now on YouTube. I'm visible. You can see me tangible. YouTube.com. <laughs> Go to YouTube. Look up Takenya, T A K E N Y A H. And if I'm laughing like randomly, it's because my best friend is, has a seat at the table. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so would this be a bad time to ask you though your social media out there for the people
1: you can follow me at underscore t-a-k-e-n-y-a-h on twitter that is where i'm the most active instagram to kenya that's where i post bomb ass selfies and advertisements don't nobody really be on there that much but if you want to go and add some traffic that's fine and then i have a facebook page for my podcast which i eventually um will turn into just to so wherever to is doing it'll be there so yeah that's about it soundcloud.com backslash Takenia talks is the podcast i'm running out of breath so i'm gonna stop talking <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's been a long time since we've done this. I, I gotta get readjusted to this. <laughs> yes,
1: I haven't done my breathing exercises. So <laughs> if don't it's not because I'm fat, it's just because I haven't recorded in a long time.
0: You you literally just recorded about an hour ago.
1: Let's okay, maybe it is because I'm fat.
0: <laughs> but- <laughs> <laughs> Move along. What with that being said, make <laughs> sure you hit me up on Twitter at Devin the That's D E V 63 Hit me up on Instagram at Allstate No Sizzle. One word. Make sure you check out the Allstate No Sizzle Facebook page. You can check out the Knockouts and Three Counts Facebook page. You can hit up our Knockouts and Three Counts Twitter page at K O Three C Pot. And uh, make sure you like, share, subscribe. Uh, let everybody know about our. Both of my shows, uh, All Stake, No Sizzle, which this is the first time I've <laughs> done an episode in a long time.
1: Can you hear Marky chewing on the mic?
0: No, but I can move the mic closer. Let's see.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm <was> just
0: asking. <laughs> um, man, just made me lose my train of thought. I'm sorry. I'm oh, yeah. so rude. Knockouts of Three cows, check us out on the podcast, Detroit Network, and All Stake, No Sizzle.
1: I got the Michael Jackson hands on <laughs> <laughs> I miss my uncle guy. This is a real year. He never, he, you know he goes in incognito, negro, the black version. And you don't ever hear from him. I don't know and what you're so, talking about. It's so good to see him,
0: blessed be. I don't know what you're talking about. So are you ready to talk about these here topics that we're going to talk about? I sure am. Well, like I said, a little bit before in the in the opening uh the Grammy nominations for two thousand eighteen came out, and <laughs> well real quick we we I kind of alluded to it before that we started recording this back in February when the two thousand and seventeen Grammys happened. You weren't too happy about that real quick, Kane. why don't you go ahead and tell the people what you weren't happy about?
1: I think Adele can also agree with this as well. Um, Yet again, the Grammys invited Beyonce's black ass, used her as advertisement, gave her a whole spiel and a time. This pregnant black woman, you know, strong, head bent. She was pregnant at that point? She was very pregnant. The babies was kicking during the performance. Oh, okay. Um, They invited her on the show and used her as propaganda and yet again did not give her album of the year. Now. Many will say, well, she's a Beyoncé member. Beyoncé's overrated. Da, 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 da. First of all, shut the fuck up. That's first of all. Secondly, Beyoncé deserved album of the year. Now, many will argue, no, she didn't. Adele was better. But an album of ballads versus an album with diverse music. She had country. She had hip-hop. She had rock. She had R&B. She had pop for the girls. And she still was not enough. Compared to Adele. Now, I think that my anger was fueled by the Beck loss because, first of all, I was talking to my best friend the last time. They went out of their way to invite Prince to the Grammys yet again. Everybody knows Prince doesn't leave his house but for a few people, one being Beyonce. And you can fight me on that if you want to, but Prince does not care about your faves. And I'm just being honest. He's dead now, but he doesn't. They invite this man who never leaves Minnesota or Tonkinoga or Tossahousie or whatever the hell this n- nigga is from. Lake Minnetonka? That place.
0: And what's, oh, what's him, Paisley Park? That's, that's the Paisley
1: one. Park. Yeah. They ask him, you don't have to come sit outside because we know you don't like being around people. You don't have to be in the audience. We want you to give the most important award of the show to the artist that we tell you to give it to. And chances are, Beyonce may be the winner. So Prince said, well, hell yeah, I'm going. Because Beyonce had the greatest album this year. So yes, I present the word to Beyonce. He gets on the stage. He opens the paper. And they give it to a man nobody even. The, the, the thing for me was, it was the same, you know, buh, buh. The winner is buh. So everybody was clapping at the buh. Because we knew behind the buh was going to be Beyonce.
0: But Beyonce? It was be-
1: back. What the fuck? No, we were like, huh? Who the fuck is back? And even Prince was like, we're going to open the thing. Be back. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> you niggas called me out my home to give an award. To some man I don't even know. So, yes, I was mad about the Beck loss, but I let him have it because white people probably thought it was a good album. But the Lemonade loss was so bad that even the winner didn't even want her award because she knew that Lemonade was better than her album of ballads. That's why I was mad.
0: Or was it... That she saw what happened to Beck when he won. She was like, oh no. First I got, of all, I, got to first do funny of all I don't want this. First award. of all, let's no, be clear. No.
1: First of all, Adele minds her her half black ass business. Let's be clear. Adele minds her business. So Adele didn't know, did not know what was going on in America until she actually put an album out. Because otherwise, she is over there in London but the is eating pies, though. crumpets, and cakes and teas. The Grammys is worldwide, though. How wouldn't she you know? Adele is not. Adele is somewhere in London right now minding her half black business. I'm just being honest. And then she comes out. She finds out that her fave put out an album, and she went up for it. And then she put out her album. And then y'all have nerve to award a person who, first of all, Adele don't even fuck with the awards like that. Like she too, she too real for the awards. But for some reason,
0: wait, wait, wait. When, didn't she perform at the Grammys? Yes. Was it the did. one when her piano kept fucking up?
1: Yeah. Okay. And she was her voice was she, that, that's another thing. Beyonce has never, and as far as long as I've been black and alive, she has never. Been off key in big performances like that. She's never messed up. If she did, you wouldn't know. When she gives her performance, the woman was pregnant and she did a whole stunt on a chair. Damn near broke her goddamn back. Got up, gave us choreography, gave us looks, gave us fucking all types of goddamn decorations that she paid for out of pocket. And y'all have nerves to use her and say, here's your consolation prize for being pregnant. But we're not going to give you the award that you deserve. We're going to give it to this white woman because by default she's better. And even the white woman said, you niggas are
0: wrong. That's
1: why I'm mad.
0: So how do you really feel?
1: I feel like it's a bunch of bullshit. And though I understand <laughs> that BT. Is where we should go, and people are gonna say, "Well, we shouldn't even put any goddamn. We should put more love into the BET Awards. BET gives out awards to white people. We don't even have a space for ourselves. Honestly, I feel like I don't think that the BET would have ever given Album of the Year to Adele. No, but they definitely would have put her in the category because that's what Black people do. We're gonna have to. We have to share our space. We have to be in safe space. We can't be prejudiced." But I won't go there. Y'all can go to Kenya Talks for that. <clears throat> I'm out of breath again. I'm <laughs> I, I,
0: I thought I <laughs> Stop breathing into the mic, though. <laughs> God damn it. All I hear is. <laughs> I'm very rusty and out of breath. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, I thought I'd give you a moment to (laughs) recap what we did talk about. And I hope Beyonce
1: never comes to another award show. I hope that she pisses them off. I hope that wish she I hope she tells them that she's coming and doesn't come. I hope she does that. I hope she pisses them off. I hope they want to go off and say, Well, we said we thought Beyonce was coming. I hope she does it because I want them to understand what you're doing. You use her for views because you know that you know the beehive is coming out. You know that if you tell us that Beyonce is gonna be here at this time doing this, we're gonna be there two days before. Let's be clear. You use her for the views and then you throw her aside when it really matters. And that's my problem. Beehive member or not, don't use my fave for the, the benefit of your whack-ass show. And then when, the, when the, it really matters, you give her some whack-ass thank you for coming-ass award. We know that when Beyonce goes to the Grammy, she's going to get one. Or else you wouldn't invite her. She has that kind of power. If you invite Beyonce somewhere, you know goddamn well she's getting an award. Period. If not, why even ask her to come out the house? Beyonce is so bad in her career that if you know that she's coming... Her, her consolation prize for coming is we're going to see to it that you get a good seat and an award. Just come to the show. You ain't got to come on time. You ain't got to do the red carpet. Hell, send your dancers to come for you. Make it look like you're there. Hell, don't even come. Dip in, do a cute show, and leave. Just show your face, and we will make sure you get your award. That's the type of bad bitch Beyonce is. But she's not good enough for the greatest award of all time. Okay. I'm done. And I'm out of breath again.
0: Are you actually done this
1: time? I'm out of breath to the point where I can't catch my breath.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're back. I thought Adele should have won the award. Who? I thought Adele should have won the award. All
1: right. It was cute. It was cute. It was cute. We're done. <clears throat> Are we done? I thought she should have won the award. I'm not about to ask you why. Why? Because I'm just not. I don't. know. I. I can't. It'd it be your own niggas.
0: <laughs> It'd be your okay. Own wait. 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 Niggas. All right. So <laughs> I just said that to see if you would you would uh, speak again. But we <clears throat> talked about this. Maybe we shouldn't talk about this now. We don't have to screw it. We'll go ahead and talk about it. All now. right. <clears throat> I don't think Beyonce had the album of the year. It was that's a nice. What's that building? Right there? I think Solange had the album of the year last year. I thought Solange' album was better than. Beyonce's. Was she
1: even in the category?
0: No. So what? That's definition? what I'm saying. I, that's why it was a travesty to me. I thought mm-hmm. Solange. Even though we're gonna review this, I'm kind of giving away you know my thoughts. Ahead you think of time. a seat at the table? Yeah, I thought a seat at the table was. I, I said it on my end of the year show. "Seat at the Table" was the best album last year.
1: When consider, I think with the album of the year, they consider a lot more things than just like the album itself. So, what do you you? <laughs> they consider the person. They consider the artistry. Right. They consider when the I'm music, the it, presentation, the performances, all of that. Right. The numbers.
0: But see, here's it's one of those. It's one of those whole. Beyonce is Beyonce is the top selling artist in the world, right? She's a, the greatest she's a most of all time. She's the most established.
1: Queen goddess of the earth.
0: <coughs> she has the name. The
1: next Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. What else is Jesus?
0: Beyonce just... has the name. Okay. And, and she has a talent to back it up too. Agreed. The problem is, is that when anybody else comes up, they're automatically going to be looked lower than Beyonce. That's not true.
1: Anybody that true.
0: that's. Okay. Let me take that back. In your mind, automatically, anybody's going to be looked at lower than Beyonce.
1: I will let people are you, are, have their are, shine.
0: Really? Because you're shitting on uh, Beck and Adele right now. Who the hell
1: is Beck? I still did, don't know who this man is. Did, did you is listen to Beck's track? album? Hell no. I didn't so even how do you, know it existed. So how do you
0: know it's, he didn't have a good album? It was not a
1: good album. Right. Because it, Prince wait, didn't agree wait, that wait, it was a no, good album. No no no, no, no,
0: no. And I trust the only re The only reason you're automatically shitting on it is because Beyonce lost to him. Was it a good album, Devin? I don't know. Okay. Well, why are we having this conversation? But let me make my point. What I'm saying is that Solange is a great artist. I feel that her body of work, A Seat at the Table, was better than Lemonade. Body not, of work. Yeah. Not saying that Solange is a better artist. Not saying that, you know, Solange is more popular or has a better name. I'm saying when the two of them put an album out at the same time, I thought Solange's was better than Beyonce's. I think <clears throat> body of work wise, coming from the heart wise, writing,
1: thoughts, time. Yes.
0: Because look, Beyonce had all the radio play. Yeah. She had the, the whole HBO special when she dropped the whole album. She yeah. had it there, of course, of course. From Optics, it's going to look like Beyonce's was no. better. But what when I'm you saying, consider
1: the album of the year, you're considering more than just the body of work.
0: What I'm saying, when you sit there, when I listen, when I listen to both albums, Solange wins.
1: I won't be able to agree with that ever, and that's not because I'm a Beehive member. That's because I thoroughly enjoyed. Lemonade more than this album I love a seat at the table but to me It's not better and it's because It was a side of Beyonce I have never seen In ever Beyonce has never Shared her personal story Yes she has talked about how um, Her and her husband go through Some stuff but I had never known that Beyonce Was cheated on Never known And the way that she opened up about it I thought that that was very important and to me, maybe because I am a Beehive member and I, I have grown up with Beyonce, seeing that side of her was like it was just like whoa like. and
0: and that's 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 the point I'm making you're You're looking at it as this is the greatest this is the Beyonce album you didn't expect. this is a great beyonce album. So because it's beyonce. it was important for the culture, it was so much right. and it, I thought Solanges took what Beyonce did, take it a step further. I disagree. I feel like Solanda's album is one of the more important albums for the culture
1: solange's album was speaking for black women who don't get to speak beyonce's was more so of a universal my man cheated on me and i'm pissed about it but i'm also a black woman and i also have daddy issues and i need to work on that like hers was more so unpacking of everything that she's been through solange's i'm mad as fuck as being a black woman in america and i'm gonna talk about it and this is what i have to say and this is my struggle beyonce's was i'm a woman But this is my experience as not only a woman, but a black woman, a mother, a wife. I wanted to hurt my husband. You know, I was tired of being just a mom. I am more than just his wife. My dad gets on my everlasting black nerve. I completely wholeheartedly agree with that, with every fiber in my (laughs) being. You know, a lot of places that she hit. So to say that. Solange, like, Solange, I'm not even trying to, that sounds like I'm, like, diminishing the black woman's voice, but I, I don't think you see, like, how universal Beyonce's album was compared to, like, Solange's album. It was not, like, di- it was good, but it wasn't, you know, she's a cute girl, but, you know, cute <laughs> next to gorgeous. Gorgeous is gonna, you know,
0: devour cute. Let's jump into that album. Let's okay. do that. That's how let's, let's do it. Let's
1: do it that way. Because I'm talking Wait, about no. Beyonce fan, you're not gonna never give me. This I know. I know. I
0: know. Hey, this is that's why I was like, let's move on because I'm never gonna convince you anybody is better than Beyonce ever. That's never gonna happen. But no, because
1: it applies. What? New York. I'm quoting New York uh, quotes. You, I've said it a few times. You wouldn't have caught it though.
0: So let's talk about the two thousand eighteen Grammys. Okay. Beyonce's not in this uh Grammys this year because she didn't put an album out that was she did get
1: nominated. For what? Didn't she get nominated? She didn't get nominated for nothing. She put nothing. Oh. This
0: know. was this was uh this was uh Mr. I mean,
1: got exactly. This, Beyonce this doesn't is, go a year without getting nominated.
0: This is Mr. uh Beyonce's year. Jay Z got Yeah, the...
1: but she was still in in it, like it's her award too. Beyonce never not gets...
0: She it's, always is... is it's going to be Jay-Z's award. Jay-Z was nominated for eight Grammys this year, which hey. is the most nominations. So shout out to Jay ho
1: Shout out to Beyonce for inspiring the <laughs> album. Shout out to Beyonce's husband. <laughs> I still have a problem with him... Thinking that it's okay, like okay, I'm sorry to get sidetracked, but this man is all of 50 years old, and he's just now understanding that he's problematic, and now he wants us to kind of be like, oh, look at him. It's like, nigga, you're like grown as fuck. Like you should have had this conversation a long time ago. You you wanna you think the kids about to listen to you now? and You 50, nobody's gonna listen to what you're saying. You're the old man. You should have been having this conversation when you talk about 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. Can now you we, 50 talking about whoa. if you want to
0: get rich, you, you know, know what? what? Be like the Jewish people.
1: Like, nobody's going to listen to that.
0: You you brought up a great point that I've wanted to talk about for a while. And it's it's just about hip-hop culture in general. <coughs> why is there an age limit on hip-hop? I never knew it was one. Like, you literally just said, oh, you an old-ass man. Nobody wants to hear what you want to say. So, like, why is it that once you hit a certain... Once you pass, like, 30, you should just retire and not rap anymore?
1: I don't think there's an a, a age limit at all. I think that... Jay Z's what he's saying now should have been said then.
0: What? Well, but here's the thing: I'm not just talking about just Jay Z. I'm just talking about in general. It's like if any rapper, if any rapper that's been out for more than ten years puts out anything, everybody be like, "Oh, I don't want to hear that old ass shit." Like Lil, Lil Uzi Vert, that whole freestyle he did was like they was playing a DJ Premier beat. He was like, "I don't want to rap over that old ass shit." Like, why? Why? And it's only in rap. You look at rock music, motherfucking, Rolling Stones are probably still touring right now. All these old people can still tour and still have success, and young people, young artists can still do their thing. Mm -hmm. But only in hip hop is it like a competition between the the older rappers and the younger rappers. Like, you don't see Anita Baker beefing with motherfucking... Uh, I, was to Rihanna.
1: Say, I was about to say, I seen her beefing with motherfucker Aretha Franklin because you know Aretha. <laughs> <laughs> no, that
0: was what, what Patty and Aretha. Patty, the, she said, it was. No, ma'am, don't touch me. But, but, but no, you don't hear like motherfucking scissors talking about some, oh, nobody want to listen to that Patty LaBelle shit. No, they give homage to these people, but like we don't do that in hip hop. Why?
1: You asking the wrong one. I am not a hip hop figure. And I don't have the answer, Sway. You don't have the answer, Sway? <laughs> I don't have I didn't know it was. So, okay. See I don't know
0: Well let's go back To the Jay-Z example Like you said He's old oh, man Why is he doing this now Why Okay. Why, why is that how You felt about Jay-Z
1: Because that is The culture
0: That's Marky speaking That
1: is literally The culture Because when you go back To Cool and the Gang Rock him and Eric B That is the culture L O Cool J Yeah they pay homage But they also Talk shit And they were The new ish They were the new everything. So, of course, they wanted their style to be, you know, the flavor of the month, the flavor in your ear, everything, whatever it could be. So, of course, Lil Uzi Vert, Lil Boat. Is mm-hmm. that the same person? Who's Lil two, two, two different okay. people. Okay. Lil Bo is the person? No. Lil Yachty. Lil Yachty. I thought you was talking right. about uh, Drake's verse Lil something. Shout out. Yachty with <laughs> the little. Well, even Drake, Lil Punk, all these people, of course, they don't look up to Jay-Z and they don't look up to Cameron and Fabulous. Of course, they look up to Lil Wayne. And of course, they do that because Lil Wayne is quote unquote the future and he stated that several million times that he was the future well well, let me say that the reason why I feel like I don't want to hear what Jay Z has to say is because
0: he cheated on Beyonce saying we know
1: that is a personal <laughs> vendetta that I have against him. Exactly. Like, that's what... No, that's not the reason. The Beehive is... We definitely have meetings every Sunday about that and how we're going to go about forgiving him as Beyonce already has. We haven't. But go ahead. Verge point. That's right? separate. Um, But I don't... Like, when I heard the album, obviously, I loved it. I thought that... It's a few it that I love, but he... He's gotten to a point in his career where it's that talking down, you know, patriarchy. If you want to pull yourself by your bootstraps, y'all niggas in the strip club having fun, you supposed to be in the corner um, stacking that coin. Like, as if we can't do both simultaneously. Like, as if you didn't do it as well. So, it's annoying for him to hear you say that. So, you already didn't get my ear with that. I don't want to hear that shit because that's not helpful. You're not helping me. You're telling me as a young person who wants to live life not to live life so I can be like you when you know damn well that's not how you got where you are that's not realistic and then you turn around after you put out this patriarchal ass album you go and do interviews as if I'm going to hear what you have to say now. And then when you are doing interviews, you have nerve to say at the age of 75 years old, you finally found out that you're problematic as fuck towards women. No. What happened to that when the, the 99 bitches wasn't a problem? Well, wh- why, why didn't you think that was problematic? You're calling women bitches. You have 99 of them. Mm. I, wh- whatever. That's not a you, – you didn't think that was problematic. You had You cheated –
0: on Beyonce, goes that. You but, sit on the
1: <laughs> baddest bitch in the game, and then at the age of seventy-five, you want to tell me? Okay, I'm getting, I'm getting emotional and out of breath, and that's my cue. <clears throat> so,
0: it is a lot in there. Um, I'm sorry.
1: Don't scratch the last.
0: Something, part. something I want, I want to point out too, too. Like a lot of people automatically assume that ninety-nine problems and a bitch ain't one is necessarily talking about women. If you really pay attention to that song, yeah, he does. Yeah, at one point in the song, yeah, he is talking about that. But in that in that context, bitches it means different things. In one context, he's talking about the dog. You know that when the the canines come, I oh, got 99 yeah. problems but, but a bitch ain't one. he ain't worried about that dog cuz he ain't got no drugs in the car. But that's that's just
1: can we be honest and say that that's, bitch was female? He was talking about female.
0: That's just that's just something that I always think about. We're but gonna anyway. have to make
1: him, we have but to hold him accountable but, for the fact that bitch in that song was a female. Yeah. I decided. Okay, that song but I'm saying okay. it's
0: not every every incident he says bitch in that song is not necessarily talking about. But
1: why at the age of 75, but, when we were inspired by the age of 16, we were inspired by the 16 year old Jay-Z.
0: Wait, can I can I can I? Can I I make my point? Go ahead. Okay.
1: For this eighty-year-old man.
0: Okay, but the point I was going to bring up too is, at the same time, when I say young people shit on the old guys, it's a reverse to that too. Joe Buttons is a perfect example. Mm. He shat all over. Was it Lil Boat? Just angry. Hey, I don't like Lil Boat. His his music. His name is Lil Yachty. It's Lil Boat. His music does nothing for me. But, hey, let dude do what he do. Just that if you come to me asking me my opinion, I'm going to tell you, I don't like the guy. I don't think he stacks up, blah, blah, blah. But, I'm hey, if that's what got the kids going today, that's what's, it's that's what's hot though. right now. It's not? Mm-mm. Well, maybe like what?
1: He had a cute bop, but he wasn't nobody like motherfucking but he was, J. Cole. And
0: but Kendrick. he was hot for a minute. See, now you're talking my language. That's what. I'm, see, now you're talking to that, that that real shit right there, that Kendrick and that J. Cole. I'm <laughs> just saying. But my... Basically, the question I'm asking is: Is why is there this whole generational argument? Like, oh, the old motherfuckers, and then these you young niggas don't know shit. Why can't we I uplift mean. each other as a hip hop culture, just like rock does? And
1: ask Jay Z why he came off and he made DOA and disrespected the fuck out of T pay for no reason. Like, it's not us that's in here saying like we don't want to hear it. It's just that okay, if you're gonna be an old head, why are you disrespecting the young kids? We out here trying to make it just like y'all did. Like that shit irritating. Like, oh. Uh, death of auto-tune. Nigga, what? I'm sprung. What's about? What you mean you gonna come? Now you, oh, your all bitter, mad-ass. Man, fuck auto-tune. Y'all not rapping like y'all used to. Well, fuck you then. <laughs> I, think,
0: I think for the older generation, hip hop was so political and very close to heart. And that since the sound has changed, they haven't really accepted that yet. So they just dis- discredit the newer generation. And the newer generation is like, Sound has changed. I'm trying to have fun. Y'all said he discredited me. I look up to y'all, but y'all discredited me every step of the way. And then 21 Savage came out with that post not too long ago. That, like, hip-hop is like the main genre of music right now. Mm-hmm. It's been that way for a
1: long time. Right. That was Caucasian from Taken Talks Podcast. <laughs> hip-hop was never technically solidified as a political genre. Hip-hop was fashion, the the bitches right. and hoes. True. drugs. R- Hip hop is a culture, rap is a part it's us. of it. It is the literally the culture. So it's not necessarily 100% political. There were if if you know Run-DMC put on an album, it was one political song on that whole album. But that all we heard was the political song cuz that's all I know them You know, but that's just in general. That's with any rapper or rap group alike. So hip hop was never necessarily all the way political because if it was, women wouldn't have been a bunch of bitches and holes on every single album.
0: That's no, a word. My my, my problem with hip, the problem I have with hip hop is that it's all one thing, especially now. It's all geared one way. I think there that's it, what you hear. There, there's no balance. I disagree. There's there's no balance.
1: I disagree. Put it <laughs> like really this. I really do. I don't think you're hearing everything.
0: Put it like this. You you brought up two people, J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar, right? They both of their albums went platinum. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, no
1: features for J. Cole.
0: Grammy nominated, all this stuff. How many J. Cole out- songs were played on the radio off his last two albums? That's a word, not neon one. And oh, "Neighbors" was a bop. A few on the
1: radio, I never, I don't know. Then what song?
0: The neighbor song.
1: Neighbors didn't get put on. I, I
0: get the neighbors the radio think radio. I'm selling dope. Was it satellite radio or regular radio? Regular radio? I didn't hear neighbors. Did. That's, Caucasian. Did lot, that's Caucasian. That's
1: Caucasian And I know he
0: had a another like one or two other songs on the radio too. Well, he's not really a commercial rapper though. All right, let's talk about. Uh, I think Kendrick's most a commercial rapper. Than well, so Kendrick's that's, that's To Pippa Butterfly. How many songs off that album got played on the radio? I love myself. That's one. They, that was
1: when it first came out. That hey, was pro-
0: for a promotion too. N- that was for that was a uh, good kid, in Mad City. City.
1: Agreed, agreed. I think you're right about the Kendrick and J Cole thing. I didn't think about
0: it like that. But that's my thing. Like they're 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 regarded as two of the best. They're Grammy nominated. They sell, but their songs aren't put on the radio like that. Not like Lil Boat, um, Migos. Hey. Uh, uh, future basically his whole damn album gets put on the radio but
1: but i'm pretty sure you know shake it like a Salt shaker was on the radio and at the time who was out that was like actually making well, see, here's the Meaningful thing. music it's the same wait, every wait.
0: here's the thing culture i agree with you I, this has been my gripe for years it's like there's no balance there's, there it hasn't been balanced since the 90s early 90s probably so what happened
1: and they do play a lot. Yeah,
0: Tupac sometimes. got played a lot, still but like that's still in played. the '90s though. Like since about like 2001, ever since like Cash Money <laughs> records coming over taking over from the 99 to 2000 up until now, it's been out of balance. Yeah,
1: but you don't hear Nas on
0: the radio at all. I'll give you, you that.
1: And then you don't hear Tupac's "Brenda's Got a Baby." You hear "I Get Around." It's
0: not marketable. Why isn't it marketable? because, because we, we are an appeal to it i don't you i disagree do the club and i if not, we, we can just dis- raise my credit score
1: <laughs> That's because dance And dance. that was my problem with Jay-Z. What you're not gonna do is tell me to raise my credit no, card. No, d- because if we could dance to Stomp by Coke Franklin and Gospel songs, right. and God and Me by Mary Mary. And God and me and I love God. You know, <laughs> you don't love God. What's wrong I'm with, wrong with you? you? What's wrong with you? Then we can dance to higher on our fucking credit scores. Agreed. We but mean, they just don't do, do it. I mean, how did Kirk Franklin song come? Like Kirk that King was a bust. Beat me in the trap. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> we got way off topic. We were supposed to be talking about we the did. Grammys. We did. Let's all bring right. it back. Bring it back.
0: All right, let's let's go through a couple of the categories. Like I said, the two thousand eighteen nominations are out. Let's run through a couple of categories. Um Let's go. And you, you and me we'll just give our picks on it real quick, all right. Okay. Who do you think gonna win? Who do you, no, who do you think is gonna win? And who do you want to win? It's okay. two different things. So we'll start with Best Urban R and B Contemporary Album. We have Free Six Lack. I'm um, free. Free Six Black. Six Six Lack Black. What is it?
1: Black. Free Black. Oh,
0: so Black. All right. God
1: bless. God
0: bless. That's old man. Free Black. Mm. Uh, Awaken, my love. Childers Gambino. About. American team, Khalid Boring. control, scissor. A S- winner, Starboy. The Weeknd. Kenya.
1: Who I think should win? Who do you
0: who do you think is going to win? Scissor. Who do you want to win? Scissor. Hmm.
1: No. Chad is going to be knows going to win. Right. Scissor, I think she'll win.
0: Okay. I think the weekend's gonna win.
1: Yeah, he is marketable to the white folks.
0: But I think Childish Gambino should win. When, I, as soon as I heard that album, I'm like, dude, this this has to be nominated for Album of the Year, something.
1: What was that R and B new rap new who? What Childish Gambino? That's
0: uh... uh Scissor all day should win Best R and B Urban Contemporary Album.
1: Scissor all day, Scissor all day.
0: All right, let's run to the next category real quick. Best R and B performance. Get you, Daniel Caesar featuring Callie... Kali Khalid? No, not not Khalid. Cali Uchis. K mm-hmm. U uh, K A L I U C H I S. I don't know. Oh
1: God! Do you need me to read the name?
0: Uh oh! Distraction, Kalani. Uh, high by Ledisi. That's what I like, Bruno Mars. And The Weeknd, SZA.
1: The winner will be Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. It should go to SZA. Agreed. And I think not I just because I love SZA, but it's going to go to Bruno Mars because not only did he have, the that song did numbers and the video was cute. So they're going to give it to Bruno off-top.
0: So, yeah, Bruno Mars, that's another one when I heard when i heard the album i'm like oh that's gonna be a
1: culture vulture but um i'm gonna let him have it because <laughs> you know you they like to you say i can say nigga because i'm hispanic so you know he can culture vulture our goddamn music because bruno put out a hot album he was in the diaspora but whatever he put out a hot album all right it was cute
0: all right i'm really cute next forward. to scissors scissors gonna you know devour cute <laughs> You know what's so here's the thing you kept telling me about SZA like, Uncle Debbie, you gotta listen to SZA she's what's down that with album? TDE. Not good, it, you know what? That album's kind of hard for me to listen to. All right, it was really, really slow. This is
1: coming from somebody who likes a tribe called Quest. And
0: Speaking of a tribe called Quest, I'm glad you said that. You didn't get they didn't get nominated, right? That was
1: their last album, wasn't it?
0: It was. Mm-hmm. And oh, then maybe. here's the thing: they, <laughs> Why you gotta go out like they that? got invited out to L. A. to perform for the uh, nomination uh, they use uh, concert. Them for propaganda.
1: Trust me, I know they how that They didn't get is. nominated for
0: nothing, and like mm-hmm. Q Tip went the fuck off. When he was you like, use
1: your favors, and then they don't even use them for good intentions. He was like, like "Really, my nigga? This is mm-hmm. the last mm-hmm. one we're putting out. Fuck the Grammys. Mm-hmm. Fuck the Grammys." I know how that feels. Join the
0: club. <laughs> All right, best rap sung performance, "Problem" by Sixlack. He's gonna be Sixlack for me for rest of my life. <clears throat> "Crew" by Gold League featuring Brent Faizzi and Shy Glizzy. I don't Devin know. is having a hard time. I'm old. "Family mm-hmm. Feud" Jay Z and Beyonce. Hallelujah. "Loyalty" Kendrick Lamar That's and wild. Rihanna, and "Love Glory" SZA featuring <coughs> Travis Scott. Takeya, what's gonna win, and who do you want to win?
1: What was right before, right after Six Black, Black Six?
0: Crew, Gold Link, featuring Brett Fiaz and Shy Glizzy.
1: I think the winner is probably going to be Kendrick because the Grammy probably feels a lot of remorse for how they did him with their rap album. But it should go to SZA. (laughs) I know that y'all feel like SZA is just like my fave, but I really Uh, enjoy her album. I feel like SZA SZA is like,
0: so you know how it's like, jay-z and memphis bleak mm-hmm. and, and then you got like uh dmx and like uh dragon or whatever mm-hmm. i felt like it's beyonce and scissor for you like it's like the two of them go like automatically one-on-one scissor mm-hmm. never a top beyonce but you know it's right there it
1: ain't that deep okay my love for beyonce is on the whole different level. <laughs> i just wrote honestly can i just throw this in here my professor asked us to write about um one of the fandoms that we care about. Oh, God. And so, because I don't watch a lot of TV, I have all those items for her, and I wrote a whole dissertation about Beyonce, and I called her the queen mother of the earth.
0: So, I'm going to go with <laughs> Loyalty by Kendrick Lamar is what's going to win. I think that's going to win. And I also think that's the one that should win. Really? Yeah. I just realized something. You picked scissor, right? Yeah. Not going to win. Should win. That's, that's the one you think... Should. That's the one you want to win.
1: Yeah, I want to win. So you but want you want Kendrick that to win? win. Wait,
0: wait, you want that to win over a song with Beyonce on it? Yeah. Wow. Family Feud wasn't
1: that good to me. It's just Beyonce was on it. She made it good. <laughs> they might give it to Jay Z,
0: right.
1: just for the purpose of him being seventy five. That might be his last album.
0: So now uh, this next category. This for is for Jay Z for the culture. He
1: didn't start it. You know. You know when people start to. That's what happened. People start to unravel themselves and they start to become better people and right then they, they get killed off for something.
0: It's happened. Wow, It's true. Don't you be wishing don't you wish that evil on Jay-Z?
1: I don't. Of course not. I want the, the twins to have their daddy to the feather but right when the people start to change and they start to unearth the shit that we need to know and they start talking about it they just quickly disappear. Shout out to Left Eye.
0: Alrighty. So here's the, uh, the category I'm really looking forward to talking about. Best mm. rap album. Oh, this is going to be fun. So, we have Faux, 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 Jay-Z, Damn, Kendrick Lamar, Culture, Migos, Mm. I'm going to say that one for last, Flower Boy, Tyler, the Creator, and Layla's Wisdom, Rhapsody. No, Devin. Who who's going to win and who do you want to win? They're going to give it to
1: Jay-Z because it's Jay-Z. Pull it like- the Grammys is about politics. I think it should go to the Migos. And that's weird, but I really think it should. And why is that? For the culture. Just cause. Just cause they and the music wasn't bad on the album. It was more so for us, like, but it wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad album, in my opinion. <clears throat>
0: well that's Caucasian. I think 444 is gonna win. Of course. But we I'm gonna
1: I- give it to him. Who do you think I want to win? Kendrick. Rhapsody. I
0: lied. I want Kendrick to get it. But, but.
1: I don't the, know what other that, people was.
0: The fact that Rhapsody got nominated to me is like a great moment. I've uh, tweeted her a couple of times. To- I mean, hit her up on Instagram a couple of yeah, times. Yeah, you are a fan of her. And, I'm surprised. And I'm uh, going to see her next Saturday. What yeah. if
1: they gave it to her? What if they really gave it to her? Oh, I'm a,
0: hey, I might. Like,
1: if they can give it to Beck, they can give it to Rhapsody.
0: Rhapsody had a great album this year. It's not on the same level as 444 Damn, but Rhapsody had a great album. And shout out to my man Andreas Hill, who wrote a great article saying that Rhapsody isn't just the best female MC. She's one of the best MCs, period. I've been Rhapsody saying that Rhapsody. for years. And like you like, Uncle David, don't I know who Rhapsody is? She ain't all that good. Well, she got nominated for two Grammys, so hey, more power to her. I, I hope
1: she wins one of them, genuinely. She's not. But <laughs> I mean, we know. We already know. Leave it to Grammys. They'll come up with an excuse with everyone, Like, Beyonce didn't win because Beck did better or some shit like that. Whatever, but go ahead.
0: But, no, her getting nominated for two Grammys, because she, I forgot what the other category was, but her getting nominated for two Grammys is, to me.
1: Your girl made it. I'm proud of her. She get to always say she's a Grammy-nominated artist. Two-time. Two-time Grammy-nominated artist. Something some people can't say.
0: your best new artist. Uh, Alicia... Kari? Kari, Kara, mm-hmm. Kara, Khalid, Lil Uzi Vert, Julia Michaels, and I think I already know this is going. SZA,
1: who I think should win, and who will win?
0: Yeah, SZA, SZA, go ahead.
1: I think that SZA. SZA, Solana should win. And uh, who, who was the? Uh, they're not giving it to that damn Uzi Vert. I already know that's not. They're gonna give it to. Is the Julia Michaels person white?
0: I am not. I'm, I'm going to assume so.
1: Sounds close enough. She going to get it.
0: I'm going to say SZA and Scissor.
1: Or Khalid. Khalid was a, a big hit. He was a big hit for, like, everybody. But it was just one song. I don't know. That's a tough one. I think SZA should get it, though. But SZA didn't make a... She made an impact to us. She didn't make an impact, like, worldwide.
0: I'm gonna say scissor and Sizzle because thank you. I don't like Uzi Vert. I don't know who other, two of the other ones are. And Khalid, I've only seen him at like the BET Awards.
1: I take that as a personal. You know how Beyonce, you you are Beyonce. Thank you, thank you.
0: <laughs> Record of the year. It's gonna get fun. Redbone, childish Gambino.
1: I was about to do the she gonna shake it like a, okay go ahead.
0: Despatico. Luis Despacito.
1: Ponice? Oh, yeah, that one. Jesus.
0: Daddy Yankee featuring Justin Bieber.
1: <laughs> Despacito. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever, man. Despacito. <laughs> <laughs> the,
0: the story of OJ, Jay-Z.
1: That was a bop.
0: Humble Kendrick Lamar. 24 carat magic. Bruno Mars. Kenya. Who do you think is going to win, and who do you want to win?
1: I know that Despacito is going to win because Justin Bieber. We mm-hmm. know that's going to happen. I think, um, I don't know. I would, I damn sure wouldn't say Jay-Z, but the story of OJ was, it wasn't the record of the year, though. No, that was not the record of the year. 24-karat Magic should win. But they're going to give it to um. Justin Bieber.
0: I think 24 Karat is going to win. Really? I think this is going to be Bruno Mars' year. He but did come out with some bangers. I want Redbone by Childish Gambino to win.
1: Oh, no. Hey, like, he lied. them culture vultures. You know, I wish I could go on Childish
0: that. Gambino's a culture vulture? No,
1: Bruno Mars <laughs> is a culture vulture. Oh, I want to say, you do realize he black, right? No. Bruno Mars, culture vulture. <laughs> having that. <laughs> Sure did. But the, the um Lambs wasn't having that. They weren't having that. Right. No, ma'am. They they're about to make Mariah come out with a song right now.
0: All right. Here we go. Song of the year. Despacio. 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 Despacito. Yeah, that. That's, <laughs> That's one.
1: One. <laughs> Wait, is that... That's how the song go. No, it's it, you would we we and D'Lo would have to explain our
0: friendship in order for you to get help. No, no, no. The reason why I'm asking because like yesterday I went to the UFC fight. And this dead, guy.
1: Dead. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Okay. Okay. Whatever y'all talk about is that anything to do with a song? Yes. Does it go? <laughs> No. Okay. No, because <laughs> a Brazilian dude came out to this song. It's been stuck in my head ever since I heard it. No. So, These
1: okay. are black people. Black okay. They get it?
0: <laughs> All right. So, uh, 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 that's, this <laughs> pack of cigarettes, uh, that's one. Faux, 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 the song Faux, fo, fo fo Jay-Z. Oh, the song? Yep. This is Song of the Year. Issues by Julia Michaels. <clears throat> I've never heard that before. One eight hundred two seven three eight two five five by Logic, featuring Elise, Elise, Alicia Cara and Khalid. Push me to the edge. The suicide song. Um, oh, okay. I heard about that suicide song. Yeah. And what I like, Bruno Mars.
1: I don't. First of all, I don't even know half these songs in the category. Okay. What I think should win, what I like, what I think will win,
0: Despacito. 444's going to win. No, 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 no. Take it back. Bruno Mars is going to win. Four 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 is who I want to win.
1: You really think Bruno is going to beat Justin Bieber?
0: Yeah. I'm telling I think this is Bruno Mars' year. I would love to see the day. Oh, so here's all right, let's get let's get to the fun part.
1: First, You know what, RuPaul's, they might give everything. And this was my thing. I think they're going to give, just because of the climate that they're in, and they have to not look so bad under this Trump presidency, they're going to give everything to people of color and try not to give it to a lot of black people just so they won't get the word racism thrown at them as a whole body. So I think Bruno going to win everything because he's a person of color. I really do. I agree.
0: It's funny you say that and goes to the next category, album of the year. This is the first time in Grammy history that no uh, white male has been nominated for Album of the Year. Won't he do it? What white male put out an album? Man? A lot of white males put albums out. I don't. I couldn't I think of anything when I read that. I don't none that was like worth them. being in the category of Album of the Year according to the Grammys. So, top five albums of the year. Here we go. Awaken My Love, Childish Gambino. Fo Fo Fo, Jay Z. Album of the Year. Yeah. Damn Kendrick Lamar
1: That's a good album
0: uh, going on? Melodrama Lord Lorde Oh Lord lord Lorde 24 <laughs> <Lorde. laughs> Karat Magic Bruno Mars Takaya Who's gonna win And who do you want to win Bruno's gonna win that
1: one I want Jay-Z to win though I do I think why Beyonce do you, deserves
0: Why do you want Jay-Z to win it oh.
1: Beyonce deserves as much as shit she's been through, she deserves this um, award, and I think that she should come up with her two babies in hand. And um, what about Blue? Blue should be fine. She, <laughs> Blue is the manager, but I think that Beyonce <laughs> should definitely come up and accept the award on Jay Z's behalf because he built that album on the back of Beyonce. Story of every black woman. In
0: four, 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 four. Beyonce, this album.
1: <laughs> Pretty much, but <laughs> oh. I, I I think that four, four, four should win just because. I, I it was a good album. It was a solid album. It was just very. It's kind of late. It was late.
0: So here, here's the funny thing about this: literally, four of these albums were four albums. I said they they <laughs> when they came out, I'm like this needs to be in the album of the year running. And they all and right. I didn't think all four of them would be in there. I was amazed.
1: I didn't think four 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 was going to get in. there. I don't know how it got al- I album
0: either. of the year. The one that surprised me was Childish Gambino. I, I love that album.
1: He had a good year, too, though.
0: Yes, he did. So, who do I think is going to win? I think Bruno Mars is going to win. They're going to give him everything. I think, like I said, this is going to be Bruno Mars's year. Who do I want to win? <clears throat> That's the hard part. because I, 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 Huh? <laughs> like Jay-Z. I love Jay-Z's album. I love Damn. But I want Childish Gambino to get it. You know...
1: I damn got to win something. They gonna give damn something. I don't know what it is, but they are gonna give it to him.
0: Best rap song performance, loyalty. Last year was Kendrick's constellation year. Oh yeah. They they made they already made up for Kendrick for uh. But Brandon. they gonna Look still him.
1: they gonna they gotta give damn something. They have to, I just don't best see them rap, not giving damn something.
0: He's probably gonna win rap song of the year for humble, Man. my guess.
1: They not gonna give him album, best hip hop album. I just don't believe that's gonna happen. Not why Jay Z's in the category. That'll never happen.
0: But you never know. So this, is, uh, the, the fact that all these great albums are going up against each other in all these different categories actually has me excited for the Grammys. I'm time.
1: excited too. I think we need to get we got we got the cable, right, front row center. We need to have a party.
0: I'm actually looking forward, and I feel like we should do an episode after the Grammys and Agreed. review uh, how they actually played out.
1: I was thinking about watching it live on YouTube, but that's that's a bit much. That's a whole production. You got time? I have a camera and a face. Mm-hmm.
0: You can do a FaceTime. I mean, you can do a Facebook Live, Instagram Live, uh, Periscope, something like that. We'll see. Well, you take a moment, think about that. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to jump into the Generation Exchange and start breaking down these albums. And our first album will be The Foreign Exchange Authenticity. And to give you a little bit of a Preview of the Foreign Exchange. Let's listen to one of me and Takenya's favorite songs from uh, another one of their albums. This song is from Leave It All Behind. The name of this song is Daykeeper. So we're going to take a quick listen to this, and when we come back, we're going to jump into the Generation Exchange. Yeah. We're back,
1: people. What's up, everybody? (laughs) How y'all doing?
0: You didn't know I had to record, but did you?
1: After us, uh, a family uh, therapy session, good food, and music, (laughs) we're back.
0: And beer. And beer.
1: With Generation Exchange.
0: Yes. Episode five. Five. Four. Officially four, but five. Yeah, so... (laughs) <laughs> that little uh, duet we just sang there is actually one of the songs on the album that I submitted to you for uh-uh. the j- It's not
1: That's on uh Kick Off Ristles
0: You're right, that's song Leave It so, All Behind. Yeah ah. I might as well, come, come a little closer, closer. Girl, come over and
1: tell you. <laughs> <laughs> i love foreign exchange now because of this the album we're about to hear is why i started listening to other music by
0: foreign exchange so let's let's pull the curtain back a little bit we've i've well i referenced uh the Lost episode of uh generational exchange plenty of times and originally i submitted this to you for that episode it was supposed to be foreign exchange versus beyonce yeah um can I just make an executive order that we would never do a beyonce album on the yeah, show Yeah,
1: because it's gonna be biased every time exactly
0: so uh <laughs> hindsight being 2020 20, is probably a good thing that that I mean it was a good it was a really good episode I enjoyed doing yeah, it I but fine um we're gonna get a foreign exchange is just due
1: nothing you can say that could take my man away cause he's bad
0: <laughs> foreign exchange like I said is is probably my favorite group um the group now consists of Fonte, aka Fontigolo. the rap gigolo. uh Nicole, Detroit's own Alonzo Zoe Ferguson. Zo, hey um, Zoe. I'm not sure if Cy Smith is still. Mm-hmm.
1: I, think, I think I think right here What's name? Carmen.
0: Carmen Rogers.
1: And then another chocolate girl. I don't know how. I her, think name. her name was chocolate. Well,
0: Get there. Yep, and then you know, back in the day, you had Ra, Miss uh, Darian Brockington, get away. <laughs> Miss uh, uh, What was her name? Uh, From her one it,
1: was,
0: it was a white lady that was part of the group too. I can't remember what her name. Is. She's on YouTube.
1: I don't, Johnny you don't Johnny
0: Joe.
1: Jo- I don't know. They put I, it on YouTube though. We'll
0: Google it. We'll Google it and i get it.
1: And too. also, he's done a few songs with Darian Brockington, who's a Virgo, whose birthday is, has the same birthday
0: as mine. Darian Brockington, a.k.a. Mr. Darius Carrington. <laughs>
1: Someone loves your back. Okay, we obviously need to do the exchange because I'm singing songs from Authenticity.
0: Okay, let's go ahead and then jump into this a little bit. Like once again, we're going to go down the, the uh, track list here. Huh? There are 11 songs on this album.
1: you giving it a thumbs up.
0: Or a thumbs down if you don't like it. There are no interludes on this album, so gonna, we're going to rate all 11 of them. Uh, this album came out in 2010. It's probably my favorite uh, foreign exchange album, which is why I chose it for Um I just straight up had a brain fart there. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> let's start. So let, let's jump into the foreign exchange. Often. Thank you for sipping into the microphone. Oh. <laughs> let's jump into uh, foreign exchange authenticity with track number one. The Last Fall.
2: Loved you good. Cool.
1: Hey everybody, we're back. I don't know what to say. Hey,
0: the conversations that go on in between these songs. Man.
1: Listen, hey, <laughs> how y'all doing?
0: So that there was the last fall. Yes, um, Mr. Kenya, what say ye about
1: Thumbs the last fall down? What? Mm-hmm. Really? Because um, being as though I've had this album for about a year, (laughs) I had to, first of all, when I first fell in love with the album, I had to skip that song. So I give it a thumbs down because I'm just learning to love that song. But when I first fell in love with the song, I gave it a thumbs down because I skipped it every time. Probably because of
0: the intro. So wait, let me get this straight. (laughs) You like it now.
1: I like the album as a whole now. Okay. But as far as the album goes in general, that's a thumbs down. Wait, what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when I first got the album, I gravitate. That's how I listen to albums. I gravitate towards the song I like. The songs that can get me within the first 30 seconds. So in other
0: words, you, you listen to singles.
1: Yeah. And then I go back and I listen to the album as a whole. And then I have to kind of get in the groove of the album. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, you can't listen to this without going in from this. Like, you can't go from this. Like, you can't go from Don't Wait to Maybe she Dream With Me. Like, you can't miss those. Because it's like a whole, like, you can't do this without laughing at your pain. Like, okay. that's.
0: I, I just want you to, I want you to, I, I love you and I thank you. Because you just confirmed something that I've thought about people your age and and in your age range for the longest. Mm -hmm. Like I I really don't think that y'all appreciate albums as far as like full bodies of work, and and it's not necessarily your fault. Like we, I want to say after like 2006, yeah, it it like bodies of work really didn't matter anymore. It was all about what was your hot single, your ringtone, all that stuff. So when you put together like a body of work that you have to listen to as one, it doesn't really get appreciated. So I thank you for saying that. But um <clears throat> so you gave that one a thumbs down. Yep. <clears throat> you know what? Oh, I'll be right back. Okay. So and I'm trying to find this now. I actually have my notes <laughs> from the first time we recorded this episode, right? hmm And if I'm not mistaken, I think you gave this song a thumbs up. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to find it in... Uh, well, while I'm looking for it, I, I, I definitely gave this a thumbs up. It's, um, for those of you that have never listened to a Foreign Exchange album, that sound that you hear in the beginning... They start all their albums off with that sound, with the exception of their first album, Connected. But um, anytime I hear that sound, I'll automatically be like, all right, here we go. Got a new Foreign Exchange album. And I love it. I love this song. It is, anytime they do it in concert, I definitely look forward to it. Look forward to my man, Nicolet, getting down on the keyboard. And uh, Nicolet and um, Zoe. All right, here we go. Yeah, my notes from the first episode. Yeah, you gave this song a thumbs up. Really? So what happened (laughs) from May of last year up until now? I don't know. I don't know how I could have did that. Okay. Well, I mean, hey. I mean, Mm -hmm. things change in the year, so give that one a thumbs down. Thumbs down. All right, well, let's go ahead and jump to our next song, which is the title song of this album. Authenticity. authenticity the title track for the album oh,
2: bro, I the
1: hey how y'all doing <laughs> go ahead
0: focus 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 all right Tekenia, so what do you what do you say for this one
1: thumbs up thumbs up what did i say last year
0: <laughs> you said thumbs up
1: yeah she begs for authenticity you just want what you want. Okay, what's next?
0: I said, well, I say thumbs up for that one too. Why did you like that song?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I like the album as a whole, and now, now that I've heard it for a year, I know it by heart. And I've also weeded out the songs I could do without since then. To get me to my favorite actual my favorite song on the track is the last song. So. There are songs on the way to the last song that I have to hear in order to hear the last song, if you get what I'm saying. But that's how I've grown. That's how me and the album have kind of made a relationship. It's like, (laughs) at first it was just like, okay, I like this song, I like this song, but I love this song. Right. So in order to get to this song, I got to hear this, and I got to hear this, I can do without that, skip that to get to this. Okay.
0: All right. Well, let's let's jump into the next track, track number three for y'all out there keeping track. It is to the sky
2: I was in bed
1: About you, it's
0: a thumbs up for me as well.
1: Have you gave it a thumbs down? Not yet. Well, if we gonna ban Beyonce, we need to ban Foreign Exchange because I have to remember this is your favorite group.
0: I mean, I actually have thumbs down Foreign Exchange songs before. Oh, okay. honestly, their last album and eh, it wasn't. Eh. I didn't hear it. The Tigolero? No, Land of Milk and Honey. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean it was good, but you know, eh.
1: it was cute, nice gowns, beautiful gowns. <laughs>
0: All right. You said thumbs up. Mm -hmm. I say thumbs up as well. All right. Let's jump into our next song, which is track number four. And that is All Roads.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Okay.
1: Sorry. (laughs) That's my jam.
0: We are back.
1: Yes. Oh sorry. So thumbs the hell up two times. (laughs) If I can if I had a toe thumb, I use those two. Something comes out of my mouth. (laughs) I can't help it.
0: I don't even really know how to respond to that. So uh, I'm just going to say thumbs up for that, that song. It's
1: such a good song. Oh. Yes, it is. And it's so short. It is. Mm-hmm. It's a three minute 48 seconds long. It could be a little bit longer. Okay. I've heard longer.
0: Yeah, me too. I could have used some more. <laughs> la, 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 la,
1: yeah, la, that could
0: have definitely la, la. All. <laughs> all right, let's jump into our next track, which is track number five Fight for Love. That is Fight for Love, track number five. To Kenya, what say ye? Thumbs up. Thumbs up? Mm-hmm. All righty. And, and I'll do the same. Thumbs up for me.
1: Child the stuff you see on Instagram.
0: All righty. We'll edit that part out. And <laughs> let's go ahead and uh, go to track number six, which is?
1: Maybe you should dream of me.
0: Maybe she'll dream (laughs) of it. This
1: is my jam. Here
0: we go. Gentlemen, that was. Maybe she'll dream of me.
1: Back from my concert.
0: <laughs> to Kenya.
1: I think it's safe to say I could give that song uh, that song a thumbs up.
0: And that's a thumbs up for me as well.
1: That is probably one of my favorite songs on the album. Not my favorite, but that what is up? one
0: of. All right, all right. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and. Well, real quick, why, why is that one of your favorite songs on the
1: album? I, and that's so weird. I don't know. I think. I like the words. I like the melody. I like the flow. I like the drums. I like everything about that song. All right. I really love that song.
0: As a wise man by the name of Fonte once said, dope beeps, dope rhymes. What more do you want? Exactly. There you go. All right. Let's uh, jump to track number seven, which, L, you know? Don't wait. I'm up Don't, up wait. Don't wait. Don't right. wait. Here we go. Are you ready? Dog, come on,
1: man. Yo, man, I'm ready, man. She All the right. one, dog. I'm telling you, man.
2: Right. Okay, you this should. This is going to be All the right. one right here, man. All I'm right. telling you. ready. Okay. Hey. She's the light.
0: was Don't Wait. That is track number seven.
1: You done caught me off guard. I'm eating ice. Oh, I'm sorry. Thumbs, up.
0: Thumbs up. It's up, up for you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. That is also up for me.
1: Wait a minute. Huh? Before we go on. So, as you all know, Devin is my uncle, right? And not to mention, we lived together for a, a, a large amount of time.
0: Wait. Where's this going?
1: What do you eat? And, um, are, are you talking about fish so right now? We're talking about tilapia, no catfish. Well,
0: all right, let's go through these last four songs, okay, and then we'll jump into that.
1: All right, y'all, y'all <laughs> gonna have to hold on. Then we'll be back.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's 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 gonna be a uh, interesting conversation. We'll finish this album and then we'll jump into that. I'm but gonna... um, let's let's go to track number eight, which is "Make Me a Fool." Oh
1: man, I was thinking of another song.
0: Well, you were wrong. It's uh, number eight, Make Me a Fool. Let's check it out. make me a fool to kenya what say ye surprisingly i give that a thumbs down you know what i do as well
1: Mm -hmm.
0: that is the first thumbs down i've given this album so far and this is why i I think with me the you know the melody is good i just don't like that
1: yeah Kind All of a, throughout the whole song. Yeah,
0: if it if I think if they had left that in the beginning, I, I might have been able to give it a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. That, it kind of threw me off, but like as I'm listening to it again, I'm like, it's really not a bad song. Mm-hmm. It's just that you know that yeah.
1: For me, I could have skipped it to get to the, my favorite song. So, righty.
0: so let's go ahead and well, that's the first uh, thumbs down. Both of us have we agreed. Both on. gave.
1: No, I gave a thumbs down the last fall. Huh? Last fall.
0: No, the first thumbs down that we ag- oh. agreed on. So, so uh, let's go to track number nine.
1: That is, can I guess? Yes. Laughing at your pain.
0: Nope. Shit. Everything must go.
1: I don't care. That song does exist. <laughs>
0: yeah. I wonder if that's a precursor to. Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, Number nine. Everything must go. Everything must go. To Kenya, what say ye?
1: Can I do a half and half? <laughs> like, the first part is, like, dreading, and the last part is good.
0: There's no, no half measures on this show.
1: So, um, I'm gonna have to give it a thumbs down. Thumbs down? But I like that song when it gets in the groove of the song.
0: I gave that a thumbs up.
1: Everything must go,
0: go. So, you, so it's not that you don't like The Last Fall
1: It's just how long it took me to get into The Last Fall Okay, and it's
0: not that you don't like this song It's, it's just, just
1: how long it took me to get into it mm-hmm.
0: And what about uh, Make Me a Fool? Yep Same way? Yep Okay
1: all right. It took me a year to like like I said, overall I love the whole album now, but when I first it took a year to get into the whole album. Okay.
0: So let's go to track number ten, which is
1: Laughing at Your Plane.
0: Laughing at Your Ladies and gentlemen, now. <laughs> oh man! That's, you know what? That was the perfect song because the name of this song is "Laughing at Your Plans," <laughs> and if you could hear the conversation we just had, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> so what say ye about "Laughing at Your Plans"? Here? Thumbs up because it takes me right to my next favorite song. Your next favorite song or your favorite song?
1: Favorite song on the album, okay. But it's my next one because it's the second one.
0: All right, let's go ahead and jump into the last song of this album. This is track number 11. This is This it City. It was cold outside,
2: so I thought I'd get away to the one place where I'd be warm. Spent my last few dollars on a ticket to fly. Oh, I'ma take a chip plane to carry me straight to your arms. And when the wheels touched down, I called for you. So, baby, I'm here all for you. And you let me know that you were with her. It made me wonder, baby, I was still in love.
0: song on the album. <laughs> so I'll take that as a thumbs up for you. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Tell me how you really feel. Shit.
1: Baby.
0: So that's a thumbs up for you. Let's go ahead and tally these numbers up and then jump into this here uh, conversation we need to have real quick. Okay. Alright, I gave this uh, 10 to 1 ratio. 10 songs up, 1 song down. And you gave eight songs up and three down, which mm-hmm. ironically, when <laughs> we did this the first time, you only had two songs down. Really? So apparently this album's gotten worse <laughs> over and over.
1: No, it's just the way I fell in love with the song, the album is what happened.
0: Okay. But yeah, probably my f- favorite, no, that's probably my second favorite uh, Foreign Exchange album. My first is probably It Get All Leave It All Behind. behind.
1: Which has some wonderful. I If it wasn't for authenticity, I would have never looked at the other songs. So. And
0: then you saw them live. What did mm-hmm. what you think about the live show?
1: Live is what made me love them more. Did
0: I ever tell you how I, how I uh, started listening to Little Brother at the time? Mm-hmm. And Derry. Yeah. He gave me foreign exchange. The first so that's foreign, a big cousin. Hey, cuzo. He gave me the first foreign, I me mean the first, yeah, the first foreign exchange album and the first Little Brother album, and he told me to listen to him and he like get you twenty dollars and we'll go to the show. If you don't like it, I'll give you your twenty dollars back. So I kind of half listened to the album. I was like yeah, 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 free free concert, all right. Mm-hmm. I got there, man, the motherfucker Fonte, Fonte it's is funny. hilarious. He is hilarious. So he got on that stage and and ripped it, and I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. Go, I'm go I ahead.
1: enjoyed the concert too. I really did.
0: Yeah. Probably because it was free. But you know. That and it was
1: good. Like I wanted to go because <laughs> they're coming back, but they're not coming as the main act. Right. And then the other acts that are there, I don't really too much care for it. So right. I won't be going.
0: But so let's uh <laughs> let's jump into this topic real quick. Oh Lord, this
1: baby. Well, this is what you came. Well, why don't you was. go ahead and
0: set this one up?
1: All right. So on my uh on my show, my main show, Takenya Talks. I basically finally revealed the uh, my catfish story that I've been dealing with since I was like thirteen. what um and, and the thing about since being thirteen, I think in between in the meantime in between time, I lived with my uncle for a long time. like since the day I was born, there was some spots in between where I didn't live with him, but like weekends I would still come over so i've I've been, lived with my uncle most of my life um until he moved up and on out. Moving on up. Moving on up. Yeah, that that happened. And in between time, I've always kept that, you know, a secret. Probably because I didn't think it would get as serious as it did. I had to change my number. Secondly, because I didn't think it would get as serious as it did. So, you know, I told the story with the understanding that I know a few family members listened. And I thought it would be cool to find out what my uncle felt about all that was going on under the McKenzie household. And he didn't even know. Or did you know and you didn't tell me?
0: No, I No, I d I, I didn't know. And when you explained how it started off of that uh what was it called that V-side. game? V side. That V side game, I'm like, I remember you like being on the computer all the time playing all that shit. The time. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. And like <laughs> I, I, I guess like It was so
1: bad where they had to like get me off the computer. Yeah.
0: And I'm like so <laughs> I guess my uncle instincts like kicked in at one point and it was like, Why is she on this so much? And then I just kinda like sat down with you and like kinda watched you, you know, do mm-hmm. it. and he was like, See, we get to go to parties and yeah. this stuff like that and like, Oh my god, okay, okay, I'm hosting a party. Come come watch. I'm like that was fun. And I'm I'm watching this and I'm like this is the dumbest thing in the world to me. But it was so fun. <laughs> <coughs> but you know what? I un- I kind of understood because you're 13. You do- you can't go to clubs and you know right. stuff like this. So this was your way. I thought this is like your way of you know, escape. Uh, okay. You know.
1: And then the thing was, I grew up in the house of my uncle. My grandparents raised me, so I go both on both sides. Crazy, dunk, whatever. So my uncle and my aunts are more like my siblings because I was raised in a house of teenagers going out and partying right. and me being stuck at home because it went from like us being kids and wrestling and being fun, but then when they got older, they were allowed to do things that I wasn't. Right. So I found my escape on the internet. On V side. Mm-hmm. And
0: so to think that it started from there and like this basically really the whole thing came to a head like, about like a couple weeks ago, really? Literally. No, as actually, we're, as we're recording yesterday. This? Wow.
1: It won't stop. It, it finally did, because I blocked every part of social media
0: but, off. Um. Yeah, As I'm listening to it, I'm like, wow. And here, here's the other thing that kept popping up into my head. You used to record the shit out of the show Catfish and watch all the episodes. I did. And I'm like. Wait,
1: that
0: and the Cosby show. <laughs> it was like Catfish and Cosby, Catfish and Cosby. And I'm sitting there thinking like, so, Takenya, you watch the show. Mm-hmm. You know how the show works. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so you didn't. That whole time I had a catfish story going on. And I'm like, you didn't think that like <laughs> how this shit is playing out on the show might play out for you?
1: No, because I
0: knew that my story
1: was always unique it was the fact that there was never, I think there was a show where they were double catfishing, but there was never an extensive amount of the story where it was like, they one side stopped catfishing and the other didn't. But then this side, like my story was so like, y'all got to come over to Kenya to talks, talk obviously it. to hear it.
0: So, but, so let me ask you this. Were you ever worried that one day you going to get a, hell no. And then you gonna see what's my man, Neve. And uh... the
1: only time I got worried was when the girl went to jail. Cause then my story stops. She went to jail, so I could no longer use her storyline. But for some reason, for like three, four months, the story just kept going. And I was like, wow. hey, you're not checking her social media. Cause the last time she tweeted was like the like the day before she went to jail.
0: For so, two years. So you wanna you wanna go deep with it or you wanna keep this circle? All right. So what after I heard like this whole story, I'm like, well, okay, this kind of came up into my mind like at one point. I'm like, is my niece a lesbian?
1: That's what I said.
0: <laughs> I don't or, or, do you, or do you like women? I'm like, because. Fuck no. Because I'm like.
1: That's God. when shit got weird. Because I was like, whoa. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Like, if it was still a guy, I, I would have. I Because that was the initial thing. I was like, if it's a guy, he probably going to be ugly as fuck. But it's okay. Because you like the person. Right. But then when she said, I'm a girl, I was like. Whoa, whoa, holiday! Like, but
0: but then it kept going after it that. kept going. So I'm like, is, but it is wasn't my like a like,
1: it wasn't the same. It was a friendship after that.
0: Yeah, but I'm like, it, it, but you knew that she had like those feelings for you. Though. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. Maybe maybe my niece is like you know investigating right now. Right. Or
1: something. I did. I thought I I, I had a moment. I was like, am I lesbian? But then I've learned so many terms. There's like demisexual and pansexual. Sexuality is fluid. So. Lord, have mercy. I don't got nothing to do with that. Sometimes it's it's not just heterosexual and gay. It's so much out there. But I don't know. I don't know if I'm Demi, Pan. I don't know. I don't know what the hell. But I, I wasn't like I know that when she became a woman, a lot changed. I think that when it kept going, it was more so out of guilt because I know that I came back into her life. Right when I was going through what I was going through in 2016. So it then became like, I need somebody to talk to, and I know that she, like, really, really likes me. So let's take advantage of it.
0: And but that, that kind of worried me, too, because then he was like, well, so you're using people now? I did. I did use the person. And And then the other thing that kind of, like, popped in my head was, like, man, is it, like, is, is it that hard out here?
1: For big girls, yeah, it is. No, no, I think, because if you ask my best friend, it's not hard for me. And I do, the guys that like me, I don't like them. Because, I, like I said, I think I said it on Talk It Out podcast, the guys that like big girls are like, they either weird as fuck, they live in their mama basement, something is lacking. Like the the one guy, I think, I, I ain't going to say nobody's name, but a friend of yours, friend's brother. Uh, uh, yeah. Creepy as fuck. <laughs> Don't have a shit together. Not in school. Depressed as fuck. Got all of these excuses as to why they can't move. Like shit is always something wrong with the guy. Or like when my cousin, she big girl, her man got 16 kids. I'm like, it's God, always yeah. something with these just lot of fucking kids. Or like not 16. He got like five. But still, that's still a lot.
0: Shit, one is too many kids. Okay,
1: but it's always something with them. And I personally, I think I think like extremely, I think I'm skinny in my head. And I think that I don't want, I don't want that shit. I'm good. Like, I I don't think I want that. And so the one guy that I was like talking to all my friends, like you Bo, he wasn't my type. He just wasn't. He was short. When I first met him, I thought he was going to be tall. I met him. I was like, yep, there goes that. Then he happened to be, he was visibly um, not what's it called? Confident. I couldn't do it. I t- I knew when I walked out the door because I, I we use P O F and I he I walked out the door and I texted my best friend nope because I knew as soon as I saw him sitting on the car I was like hell hell no nah.
0: <laughs> so you what twenty two now right twenty two you've had a pretty interesting uh, quote unquote dating life so far you've uh,
1: yeah catfish
0: yeah uh, for eight of those years
1: not, I was. That's a long
0: time. Nigerian email scam. That was
1: crazy. Like my life is my life is literally a sitcom. <laughs> y'all. It's it just never
0: ends. So well, now
1: I'm just single.
0: What? Well, look, let me.
1: And then the other thing is my best friend. To some, I know that you can't look gay, but he's a gay male. But when mm. people first meet him, he's um he looks very heterosexual. If that's the thing. And people always assume on campus he's my boyfriend. So if there is somebody on campus that likes me, they automatically assume I've been with D'Angelo for like two, three
0: years. So, (laughs) (laughs) well, as your uncle, I feel like I have to give you some sort of advice in this hair situation. So I truly appreciate it. Best thing I can say to you, Will, get your fucking degree. Okay. Get this paper. Worry about that. 'Cause uh you know, and and it, it's funny, i I've, I did I didn't tell you this. Um I got an episode well by the time this episode comes out, the episode will be out already. Okay. But uh I you know, I, I met with, up with this young lady and me and her sat down and had a good conversation about basically what it's like to be a black woman in the country in this country and you know, just you know, different things that, that, that y'all deal with. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I completely forgot my point. <laughs> Alrighty then. Well, I guess I completely, we I completely spaced out on my point. We can uh, go ahead and exchange the uh, other half of It was cool to
1: get a live reaction but, to the but, catfish story. But no,
0: let me but let me let me give you if I give you this advice it'll probably pop up in my head. Okay. That's what it was. Okay. Alrighty okay. Then. So no drinking, <laughs> <you>. <laughs> It's not drinking, that's just getting old. So One of the questions that I asked was, do you feel pressure as a woman? And the ladies from Talk It Out kind of talked about this too. Do you feel pressure as a woman to one, have a kid at a certain age or two, get married by a certain age? Mm -hmm. And even if that pressure is there to can, fuck that. Everybody's life is different. Everybody doesn't have to follow a script, right? Mm So don't feel like don't ever feel like I have to have a man or I I got to get married by this age or I, I need to find somebody gets by this age. Annoying
1: when everybody's like, "Boy, well, is she lesbian?" And it's just like, first of all, why is that a big deal? Because ugh, whatever. But at the same time, secondly, why is it that an assumption? Because I've never been in a relationship, Right. and that's frustrating because it's like. Honestly, if I was in a relationship, I think I would get sidetracked because I'm ex- an extremist. Yeah. So I think I would take my attention from school and try to build this thing.
0: And that's why I'm telling and I'll you. And i will fuck up in school. That's why I'm telling you, can Get your shit together. The the, mo- the 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 number one thing that anybody I feel could ever do to make their relationship work is to first have their shit in track. Because if you go into a relationship with insecurities and uh, shit that you don't have together, then you go into it with baggage and then that person then has to take it on. And how you're feeling about that situation and dealing with it, you're going to take it out on them whether you want to or not. That's just the way it is. So, worry about you right now. You're young and and, and people are going to tell you this and you probably, no, no, no. No. You're young, and you it got is a hard to time. hear
1: because when even people my age who aren't young, they're in whole ass relationships, and it's just like, well, why the fuck me never like? And then the relationship I did have was a fucking joke. like, but ugh.
0: here's the thing: so I'm ten years older than you, right? Mm-hmm. Now I'm thinking back to when I was young, when I was around your age, all these people started getting married and shit. Most of them motherfuckers is divorced, <laughs> yeah. or they fucking miserable and want to get divorced, and just, or not even with those people anymore. Mm-hmm. So literally just just literally know that you're young you've got time society's not going to say that (laughs) society's going to tell you oh you got to be married by this time you got to have kids by this age don't worry about that right now right now get yourself get yourself together so that when you find the guy that deserves you you will be what he's looking for and what you need to make that relationship work at that time.
1: So don't even worry about it right now. Uncle Devin dropping gems and whatnot. Get your paper
0: and have you some fun in there somewhere.
1: Not only do we exchange music, we exchange life experience. Yeah,
0: look, as, as, as the great uh, Richard Pryor, as the character Mudbone once said, uh, uh, wake up and put some sunshine on your face. There you go. Well,
1: I appreciate <laughs> that. And I'm glad that I always, I, I asked everybody what they felt about it because not a lot of people, everybody was laughing because I guess this is the way I told the story. Yeah. But which, I mean, but, if somebody else told the story and it was more serious. Did anybody like,
0: give you like the real shit?
1: Yeah. Like D'Angelo was like, D'Angelo is the audience on my show. Um, What's up audience? He was just like, you know, you got to get it together. You gotta get your shit together. Yeah, get your shit together. Get your nice. shit okay. together. Yeah. So he's he's the real one, and so it's my uncle. So I appreciate it, and I appreciate constructive criticism. It was oh, I opened up the topic just so everybody could feel like because to me the situation was more so like I had went too far and couldn't go back, and I just wanted everybody to know it. Don't matter how crazy the shit get, you can get out of it. Okay. Might you- have to block a number. Well, Change a number you didn't have for seven years, but it's okay, you know.
0: You easy. know what? This episode is running long as shit, Uh-oh. so we, we, you know we'll do we'll do this as a two part. So
1: this is part one.
0: Yeah, this will be part one. Okay. And when we come back next time, we'll jump into. Uh,
1: Fall in your way, <laughs> so you can grumble.
0: A seat at the table, Mr. Lodge.
1: Well, I have fun. I really did. You did? I'm so glad I came back and we redid this. So what if... Oh, okay, I guess we should discuss this after the show. You gonna end the show?
0: Well, we'll go ahead and end it right there. and Make sure y'all listen to part two. We will put this out sometime, eventually.
1: Because the edit on this is some hard shit, okay? Yeah,
0: that's the fun part of doing the editing. But um, Thank you all for listening. Make sure you check out this second part of Generation exchange. Uh, foreign exchange versus Solange knows. And with that being said, we're going to end this here. T- wait, wait. wait. T- tell people you, what your show is and uh, My show your social media. My
1: show Talks. Work Find it. me on Instagram. T-A-K-E-N-Y-A-H. Twitter underscore. That's where I am the most. T-A-K-E-N-Y-A-H. Facebook. Takenya Talks Podcast. SoundCloud.com backslash Takenya Talks.
0: And where where can they uh, hear your show?
1: SoundCloud.
0: Uh,
1: Instagram. Stitcher, Stitcher. Everywhere. Google Play? Google Play. Everywhere. Basically anywhere you can
0: hear a podcast.
1: Yeah, everywhere except iHeartRadio. And uh, what's up? Spotify.
0: Oh. But yeah, we're working on that. Yep. And I am Devin McKenzie, the host of All Stake No Sizzle, an honest, no BS look at life, sports, and entertainment. Come over there if you want to hear about some sports, life, and entertainment.
1: <laughs> and this is. Oh, wait, wait, wait.
0: Social media. You can check me out oh. on Twitter at DevinThe63. That's D E V I N T H E 63. You can hit me up on Instagram at All State No Sizzle. One word. And. Facebook as well. Just type in All Steak No Sizzle Podcast in your search bar and it'll pop right up. And you can hear the show on iTunes. I'm on iTunes now, y'all, and made it. Uh, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, pretty much anywhere you can hear a podcast. Just check out All Steak No Sizzle when you get a chance. Please. 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 I- <laughs> I need listeners
1: oh my god your
0: are is growing I need listeners
1: and followers please. consistency is key that's all I got to say <laughs> you know what we're not gonna do this first of all don't even take this serious. I got my <laughs> uncle you're gonna stop it's so we're hard we're gonna end we're gonna end <laughs> it's, it's so hard
0: <sighs> let's end the damn goodbye. show to part one of foreign exchange I mean, generation, generation exchange, exchange.